0: Hello and welcome to the big fight a show that is not 23 years old but young at 23 oldest running debate show on indian news television i am Sankir upadhyay now last week something very interesting has happened in the world of politics while all of us are talking about the grand preparation for 2024 we have kind of forgotten that there are extremely crucial five state assembly elections also in the year 2023 And as you are aware, politicians never take any election lightly, even if there are municipality elections. So these state assembly elections are still about four months away. Dates have not been announced. We do not know in how many phases these elections will be held, what time of the year. We have a rough idea around November and December. But with four months left, the BJP was the first to move. They have already declared 39 candidates in Madhya Pradesh, 21 in Chhattisgarh and set up two committees in Rajasthan. It is interesting to note that of these two committees, the tallest leader of the BJP in Rajasthan, Ms. Vasundra Rajesh India, is not mentioned. Now make what you want of this. What is the grand meaning of this grand strategy of the Bhartiya Janata Party, the shifting gears? Are these lessons learnt ...from some mistakes made in Himachal Pradesh and Karnataka? Or is there a better, grander design for the Bharatiya Janata Party... ...which may help them in the long run? Will it necessarily help them? That is the big question on the big fight. Is this change in strategy of the BJP going to work in the state assembly elections? We're not concentrating on 2024, but the 2023 elections. Joining us now first let me introduce our guest joining us uh, via satellite we have Mr Shekhar Ayer, senior journalist we also have Shipra Mathur senior journalist joining us from Jaipur in the studio with us Mr Anurag Verma is a senior journalist thank you very much Sudeep Srivastava is a political analyst as well as uh, you know he tracks Chhattisgarh Madhya Pradesh and Rajasthan particularly very very closely thank you very much uh, Mr Vinod Sharma political editor of the Hindustan Times good to have you in the studio uh, Aarti Jaret, senior journalist, uh, thank you very much. Uh, for a change, we are not discussing opposition only unity. opposition unity. We are talking <laughs> about something else. Uh, also with us in the studio, Mr. Siddharth Yadav, spokesperson of the BJP and Anshul Avijit, spokesperson of the Congress Party. Let's begin with what we call is the first punch. One minute of uninterrupted time to our panelists to make their opening comments. We'll begin with our guests in the studio, Mr. Yadav. Because this has to do
1: with the BJP, your time begins now. Thank you so much, Sanket, for having me here. Uh, I, think, I, I think we are thinking more of what the BJP or our party has been doing with the state polls because our party takes elections very seriously and we are a very vibrant political organization. We take every election seriously, <clears throat> we take every karikartha seriously and we take the issues in those elections very seriously. In the coming polls this year, for all the important states, be it Chhattisgarh, Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh even Telangana or or all the states that, that are uh, you know going to polls this year, we are very sure that we have to take the issues of the people in between the people. For where we are in the opposition, it is our duty that we raise the issues of which the people are facing, be it the issues of law and order in Rajasthan or the issues of corruption in Chhattisgarh, where we have been working for the welfare of people. We are determined that we have to go p- to people and... Tell them of our achievements. Mm-hmm. So if our list has come out, two of our lists have come out for Chhattisgarh and for Rajasthan, uh, for Chhattisgarh and for Madhya Pradesh. And those lists we have rolled out our candidates who are going to be in the people in the entire time before the polls. And subsequent lists are going to come out in the time to begin. Sure, it sure. Is, so it you're is giving just yourself a, a head start. Is yeah. what I it is understand. just a reflection of a very vibrant, committed mm-hmm. political okay. party. Okay. Anchula
2: Well, if only it was so easy that elections could be won on the premature declaration of seats. Look, the truth is out there. The Congress party is going to win in both Chhattisgarh and in Madhya Pradesh and in later on in Rajasthan decisively and emphatically. And in Madhya Pradesh in particular, there will be no room for any kind of doubt. Uh, It will not leave any room for BJP's twisted machinations as we saw last time round when there was a coup of sorts, when our democratic culture was compromised with, and a government was instituted which didn't have a popular mandate. That is their culture. You've seen that in all states. Look, um, you know, scandal after scandal is haunting the BJP, particularly the chief minister in Madhya Pradesh uh, over there. Uh, we, our campaign is a positive campaign over there, and it's dependent on a couple of things that have happened over the past few months, uh, which have rejuvenated the party and the cadres, which is the Bharat Jodo Yatra, the success in Karnataka. Uh, in Chhattisgarh, we have a, a very, very stable, a positive government that has done a number of pro-poor programs, including input subsidy to farmers. Every disadvantaged group has been taken care of. And let there be no doubt over there as well, the opposition okay. that the BJP is in complete disarray over there. They don't even have a face over there. And we will come back and we will establish ourselves okay. in all sure. these
0: states. Sure. Ms. Arte-jee.
3: Sanket, um, it's very interesting that the two lists the BJP have announced are candidates for the seats that they have lost, that they lost last time, and seats which where they are considered traditionally weak. Mm. And if you notice, they have brought back uh, old candidates to these seats. It's not that they've gone for new faces. A lot of them are actually candidates who stood earlier, who lost the seats, but they have been given tickets this time also. Mm. So frankly, it looks like old wine in new bottles, I don't see any real change. I think the real challenge for the BJP in these states is going to be the kind of welfare measures that uh, Ghelot has carried out in Rajasthan, a huge number of them, that Baghel has instituted in Chhattisgarh and that the Congress has, by the way, has already announced five promises they have already made to the people that if they come to power, they will institute these. I think the BJP has to find a counter to this. The, Mr. Vinod uh, Mr.
4: Well, it's a reaction, what the BJP has done mm. in Madhya Pradesh and Chhattisgarh. Uh, you know, a part of the pact between Digvijay Singh and Kamal Nath in Madhya Pradesh was that Digvijay Singh will focus on 60-odd seats, which the Congress has never won. He will focus on those seats. Mm. And Kamal Nath shall be the face of the party. In response, the Bharati Janta Party has also chosen the same number of seats same kind of seats where they, where they haven't won in the past elections. Congress has chosen seats which they haven't won for years. And that focus on the soft underbelly is only expected from political parties. Uh, we'll see how it works out for them. The other issue which they have in Chhattisgarh is that they don't have a face. And they had to pick up a Baghel, a Vijay Baghel, uh, who is a MP, MP from Durg against Bhupesh Baghel mm. in Chhattisgarh, uh, which may be an interesting fight, mm. uh, but it is uh, not a sure fight for the BJP because the chief minister is pretty popular. Same problem is there with the B- BJP in Madhya Pradesh. For Madhya Pradesh is anti-incumbency. Over two decades of rule, you know, there is an element of fatigue mm. and there is a lack of coordination between the state unit and the chief minister, Mr. Mm. V.D. Sharma, mm. and the party chief there doesn't get along pretty well with the Chief Minister. Similarly, in Rajasthan, BJP has, is, is zero almost without Vasundra in Rajasthan.
0: Mr. Sudeep shivastan For me, the
4: early announcement of the
5: 21 tickets in Chhattisgarh and 39 in Madhya Pradesh and also formation of certain committees, what BJP is looking at is the 2024 picture because these three states account for 65 parliamentary seats. And right now they are holding 61 out of them. And in the last 2018 state election, they lost in all the three states. Hmm. They lost marginally in Madhya Pradesh. They lost very badly in Chhattisgarh and they lost substantially in Rajasthan. So there is a threat again because in as other uh, are saying, that the, the status of the BJP organization in Chhattisgarh and completely in shambles. Rajasthan is also very bad because of infighting and Madhya Pradesh is like very large co- factor is a fatigue. Hmm. So that is why they have started early to catch up if this is possible to tackle the possible resentment or, uh, in the if the new faces are announced. Uh, there are say, uh, in Chhattisgarh. Out of twenty-one, fifteen new faces are there. Hmm. In uh, Madhya Pradesh also, out of thirty-nine, more than twenty are new faces. So experiments are being done. Experiments very early are being on. done, and and uh, they they need time. They need time to counter if okay. any repercussion is or sure. uh, ca- giving themselves that bu- little buffer.
6: Okay. Buffer. Okay. Yes, Mr. Anwar. Uh, <clears throat> I will discuss both BJP and Congress. Sure. I have been told that BJP when. They are weak and they want to strengthen their cadre in the, any party. They have started this in West Bengal. They chose weakest part of the state and started working there. All its national leadership went there started working there. And now they are, we all know where they are. Hmm. They are biggest opposition and we all don't know what is going to happen next. But if you look at Congress... Congress Party is banking on just freebie politics. If you look at they are copying Aam Admi Party model in both Chhattisgarh hmm. and Rajasthan. Hmm. Is it going to work? Although it has worked in Delhi and Punjab, but is it going to work in these two states? If you look at the freebie politics, Mr. Raman Singh is known as uh, Annuwale Baba. Chaurwale yeah. Baba. Chaurwale Baba. So, Mr. Raman Singh has started this freebie politics in Chhattisgarh. Mm. Now, everybody is copying that politics. The biggest challenge in front of Congress is how to get weak point of the BJP and their
0: leaders to win in these states. Mm. Okay. Uh, Shipra Mathur as well as uh, Shekhar Ayar are also with us. Uh, Ms. Shipra Mathur, your opening comments.
7: So I think in Rajasthan, if we talk into the context of uh, both the parties, uh, the, uh, both the parties are riddled with infights. And if we see, uh, as one of the panelists rightly said, that PB politics has been the hallmark uh, all through uh, Gehloth politics. And pa- uh, Pilot versus uh, Gehloth issue never got resolved. So that is the hallmark of uh, Rajasthan politics in terms of you know how Congress is playing the game. But in terms of, uh, uh, I think, the uh, how BJP is trying to project and definitely Vasundra factor is coming up um, uh, very strongly because uh, the two announcements, one, the manifesto committee was announced and political uh, management committee was also announced with 21 members in each of the committees. And her name was not there and not, not only her name, but also the people who were close to her uh, didn't figure in those committees. So that is one question which is being raised in also, but the, the hopes are that uh, when first the camping committee is being announced, uh, then uh, she might be getting uh, uh, you know, her presence in the committee, whether as a chairman or uh, whether she'll accept uh, herself as a member of the, uh, menu, uh, the camping committee. That is going to uh, play a big role in Rajasthan politics because one thing is very clear uh, from the perspective of Rajasthan. That it's not going to be the same game as we have seen in the past that all once congress and once yeah, five plus getting. five yeah it's, yeah because last time also the margin was very uh, i mean uh, the seat margin was also not very wide it was 30 to 35 seats and vote margin was also very minuscule yeah so it's going to be crucial for both the parties and it's, sure. it's not an easy game for uh okay
0: any. mr shekhar here your comments well,
8: Sakeji, I don't think on the basis of constitution of committees, we can draw inference because today Chhattisgarh uh, Congress election committee and management committee lists has come out. In that, neither the Chief Minister Bhubesh Bagel nor his close uh, number two T.S. Singhdo Dev figures. So, one cannot infer that, you know, they are not in the picture. Similarly, I do not see a situation where the top BJP leadership would send any signal as to uh, you know, signal that Vasundhara Rajay will be kept out or will be sidelined. That's not going to happen because they have paid the price last time. Definitely, she will play a role. At this time, this committee is rather uh, a nuts and bolts committee and uh, it is one is headed by Arjun Megawal and which is more to do with uh, manifesto and things like that, which will take input. So I don't think one can make that inference. And the other big point I think we must uh, remember is these three elections are some kind of do or die for the BJP, because this will set the narrative for the Lok Sabha elections. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you can see that BJP trying to, you know, come up with several uh, plans, you know, uh, looking at those places which are where they don't have a winnable candidate okay. and they don't have even candidates who are willing to contest. You know, it's, so it, it's surprising that you use such a,
0: a sharp, uh, sharp commentary, uh, calling it do or die, because if you look at 2018 and 2019... I mean, the BJP lost many state assembly elections and look at their victory in 2019. I mean, there was absolutely no comparison. So, I'll come back to you where you can elaborate further no, on uh, why sanket, you think… No, uh, guess the point. No, yeah. sanket
8: when I said do or
0: die in terms of narrative, I'm not talking of the Lok Sabha poll outcome. Okay, okay, sure. Mr. Vinod Sharma, let's first start by talking about Rajasthan. Here is a peculiar state where both leaders, tall leaders of both these parties have faced massive resentment from within. Mr. Ashok Gehloth from Sachin Pilot, and yet he's survived and now he's very obviously the face of uh, the Congress's election machinery. And on the other hand, you've got Vasundra Raje. Do you think an attempt is being made now in the BJP and was being made in the Congress also uh, to make this a bit of a collective that all of us will work together, uh, ek chalenge, one person will do this, one will do that, we'll fight under the leadership of the Prime Minister, do you think that something like this will be acceptable to a leader like Vasundra Rajay, who has literally ruled with an iron fist the you know, BJP's systems and management and processes in Rajasthan?
4: Vasundra Raja is a different kettle of fish. She is a leader in her own right. And she is a leader capable of floating a regional party in Rajasthan and make it a success. Hmm. The BJP leader, its leadership perhaps knows that. And they'll have to handle her with care for their own benefit and to the liking of Vasundhara Rajay. Vasundhara Rajay, I quite agree that, you see, she would be maybe part of the campaign committee. Mm. And sometimes you have to make a distinction between de facto, de jure situation. She is the de facto leader who doesn't require a de jure position Mm. in the party anywhere. Uh, the same applied to people like, applies to people like Mr. Modi at the national level, mm. that they are de facto leaders and they are the destination faces of their party. Uh, people look at their face and come and vote for their party. Mm. So you cannot abandon a leader of that stature. The problem perhaps is of chemistry between Vasundra Rajay and certain people in the central leadership. But Vasundra Raje uh, has a background both in terms of her family and her politics. Uh, that uh, uh, she uh, is used to having her way hmm. let's see whether she has a way this time or not last time the election she lost was where uh, there was a very systematic campaign hmm. um, uh, you know emanating from within the bjp against her that modi tutse bhar vasundra teri yes now this is an unusual slogan that one heard uh, coming from the bjp ranks uh, and perhaps she remembers that and she wants some accountability fixed for it uh-huh. and without that and without an assurance that she'll have a central role mm-hmm. in the campaign and post campaign the government formation uh, it'll be difficult to please her I think
0: okay uh, Mr. Yadav you see uh, let, let's stick to Vasundra Raja for a moment and then we'll move to other leaders one of the lo- one logic that is being given by the Bharatiya Janata party is that she has been accorded the respect that she deserves. She is a national level leader. In fact, yes. she is nowhere in the mix. She is a national leader and thus uh, we are cultivating more leadership and it's a bit of a collective. But if you were to extend the same logic to Madhya Pradesh, then it seems that the rules are very different for Rajasthan and rules are different for Madhya Pradesh. For instance, Madhya Pradesh He is also a national leader. In Madhya Pradesh, you also have CM Shivraj Singh Chauhan, who also occupies important positions in the center. The National General Secretary, Kailash Vijay Varghia, he is also part of many of these committees in Madhya Pradesh. And we know that he is a national leader. He was the head of your... uh, He was the in charge for uh, West West Bengal. Bengal. So why is it that there is a different rule for Madhya Pradesh and a very different rule for
1: Rajasthan, for, for leaders? No, that is not the case. Actually, if you if you closely look at it, uh, Shivraj Singh Chauhan ji is our chief minister in Madhya Pradesh. He is in no position in the centre. Hmm. He does not hold an organisation responsibility. No, Kailash Vijayvargiya. No, I'll come to all the names. You hmm. mentioned Shivraj Singh Chauhan. You mentioned Narendra Singh Tomar, and you mentioned Kailash, Kailash, Kailash Vijayvargiya. Yeah. So Shivraj Singh Chauhan ji holds no position in the organisation in the centre. Narendra Singh Tomar ji also does not hold any organisation position in the centre. He is a cabinet minister. In all states, whenever such a responsibility no, no, is given… No, see, my, j- just adding yes. to my argument, you see the logic given in Rajasthan
0: is none of the position holders should be a part of these committees. We hmm. should have more people for a more diverse viewpoint. But in the Madhya Pradesh committees, you've got Mr. V.D. Sharma, who's the state president. And, and you've got Chif- Shivrat Singh Chauhan, who's the chief minister. Yes, absolutely. So by <laughs> this logic, they should not have been there in your committees no. in Madhya Pradesh also.
1: <laughs> no, that is not the case. If you, you know, you have to look at it uh, without any... Different but, strokes for different No, no it's absolutely huh. not the case. Huh. Because we are not in power in Rajasthan. Hmm. C.P. Joshi he is there in Rajasthan. Huh. He's the state president, the counterpart for VD Sharmaji. Huh. We, are, we don't have a CM in Rajasthan yet. Yeah. So the same rules don't apply. Hmm. But the point is, all these committees, I think there is nothing unusual about what is happening with the organizational structure. Whichever state we go to polls into, our union cabinet ministers go there, they in charges. We have our state presidents working. We have our committees working. Yeah. There's nothing unusual. Yeah. The only unusual fact is, huh. in Rajasthan, the the leadership is collective because they are, they have to be collective against all the unjust that is happening to the people of Rajasthan. Mm. For that, we can't say, for politics, we, we need to have one leader or the other. If we are having 17 rapes in a day in Rajasthan, if the law and order has gone down like anything, mm. Mm. then all leaders and all people have to come together okay. to bring out a government, to expose the government, okay. and to come and to say that, you know, we have okay. to restore okay. Okay. the sure, law and order. Mr. Sudhir Shivasa, you see, the point is, And let's come back to
0: Madhya Pradesh and Chhattisgarh, the fact that the BJP four months ahead of uh, the elections has released its first list. Now, this can give the BJP a head start also. That is one way of looking at this and can also be counterproductive. For For instance, now you have four months of time for resentment to brew and people will say, you've given my ticket to the other guy, now I will not work hard. So I will work, not work hard for four months that is instead a, of
5: a few days. Yes, definitely. That is a calculated risk. The other part is also the, is about the resources. After two, three days, when this jay, hangama about ticket getting is die down, hmm. the, every worker will come to the person who got the ticket and asking for uh, resources and Khacha money g- huh. to work. So to sustain for a four month long period, Either the central leadership has planned to pump more money. I'm sure they have. <laughs> and and and
2: if that
0: election is election hearing is not a, a big challenge for the BJP, is it? But I but resources are not I a problem. Resources big big are and, not yeah. a BJP and, and, big and, big high high top concern.
1: No, no I'll, I'll give a quick reply. Yeah. No, no, it's not. only. I'll just wait, give a quick wait, reply to wait, what you said. It's not just about resources. I'll come back. Okay. And the
5: other aspect, this three month long time will give the other contenders of that particular seat to to shift loyalties Mm. and arrange the management mechanism to divert their votes, their influence pockets. So, it's a a counterproductive, it could be a counterproductive also. It's a a, a calculated risk. It's a calculated risk. Knowing fully well that this can be counterproductive. Yes. Why they have done this? They have done this because of the experience of Karnataka where in the last moment they put lot uh, uh, so many young faces new faces Hmm. and the the uh, old guards in the Karnataka did not like it (laughs) and and ultimately ultimately even even the Yadirappa factor that uh, played against them in Hmm. BJP in Karnataka so Chhattisgarh they Hmm. and Madhya Pradesh they are trying an experiment Hmm. it was only BSP Bahujan Samaj party which used to declare ticket well in, in six-month advance. Yeah. And even now, in Chhattisgarh, nine tickets of BSPs have already been declared. And BSP
0: has play in Chhattisgarh, Madhya Pradesh and Rajasthan. Rajasthan. They have a so, so, it's, it's a new strategy
1: adopted by BJP. I'll give a quick response to that. sanket it's not about the resources. Hmm. It's not always about that. We, we, we can think of it. But one thing that is very sure is, what we have seen, especially post-2014, that the Bharatiya Janta Party is a political trend center for the elections in India. The organization structure that we have built, all of these guys follow. We have our organization structure till Panna Pramukh. When we were building that mm. from Booth Pramukh, till Panna Pramukh, mm. all of them said that, oh, they are going till Panna, these are just pages, nobody is there. Now we are doing Panna Pramukh sammelans. Mm. Now we are doing people with i-cards who are in charges of one page of a voter list. Mm. If we are doing an experiment today, for for them to understand in that way if you are doing an experiment today watch out that they will follow tomorrow because that is how the bjp has been no, but again here you run it's the risk. setting while you set the trend Yes this is
0: no guarantee that you will always remain the trendsetter. somebody else will pick up your yes, trend yes. and do it better obviously
1: uh-huh. obviously there is always a possibility no, have, as it has happened in certain states yeah, that that is for sure mm-hmm. that is for sure but we our track record also shows okay. that anshul we avi, our commitment well, for full time yeah. seva not for a part time politics uh-huh. has given us results because okay. we are not a party which has part no, no, time no certainly okay. it has okay. given, anshul given anshul results avi, quick response
2: it, it, no no it certainly given them results you've toppled b- popular mandates look what the bjp has done is turned the entire political landscape into a marketplace where people can be bought, they can be sold, they've com- commercialised the I- entire c- space in the basis possible way. And that is the trend they've set. Of course, the people will reject that, but they are insistent and they keep doing it from state to state. That is the change they have made, completely subverted popular democratic politics as we know it and Please that is a terrible Marash terrible strength for the future Please as my friend put it in. no no
0: no but it's a terrible terrible a trend for government. the future and by the way when you tell about Mr. I love Mr. the fact how they are politely reminding each other <laughs> of what they have done to one another no, no, I find no, no, it because funny everyone circuit. knows
1: I find it funny Can now he is saying no no okay, okay. it <laughs> is
0: unprecedented Mr. Yadav which is unprecedented
1: the scale in which you have toppled government they formed the government with and Sena who went to the way, when you made a khichdi government khichdi from I, th- I think I think from you here. have played Avengers to that. Yeah.
0: You know, that, and by the that, way, when you come other, to all no, these that, states, We didn't yeah. do
1: anything. I think <laughs>
0: yeah. they, it was yeah, there you know, doing, doing we the what you of. did. Yeah, what it was there okay, let's move, if move if on move on now. What what and come doing. to doing. come to these just three state assembly elections. You know, yeah. No,
2: just one
8: final point. You know, you
2: talk about the chief minister of Madhya Pradesh. I mean he was removed from the parliamentary board last year itself. You know, after eighteen years in the BJP's highest decision making body, he was removed. He doesn't know what his future and you know by the way, we don't know what his future is. He was cut to size. I'm not saying that. What At all least the have You have factionalism, which decides you have we don't have a family. We don't have two right? people. Uh, come on. Uh, now let me just speak. <laughs> you have factionalism. You have infighting in all these states. In Rajasthan, we are building... Lesser than Gallo,
1: than Pilate? Sorry, please complete. I'm finding it funny what you're saying. No, no, no. Okay. Anyway. I, find, I can like, say like that like I find
0: me. what you're saying hilarious. I, I, Anshu but Anshu that is Avriji, besides the point. Here is what I'll do. I'll circle back and then you okay. do, can continue. Oh, Aarti Jairat? Do you think that there will be any correlation between State Assembly elections December 2023 and May 2024? Or should we not make this mistake of linking these two?
3: Well... Uh, because Sanket, we've seen what happened these 2018 states, 19. These three states are very slippery states. Mm. You know, in 2003... Uh, yeah, 2000... No, no, sorry. 2013, yeah. the BJP won all these states. And... Because they were high on that victory, they advanced... No, sorry, I'm getting... 2003. Late, 2003. Yes. And they advanced the parliamentary polls... Yes. ...and held early elections... And 2004, and proceeded to lose. Happened. Correct. Uh, then proceeded to lose in 2004. Yeah. In 2018, the Congress won all these three states... High on victory, you know, and I don't know, maybe there was a sense of arrogance that kept crept in also. Mm -hmm. And then they proceeded to get completely, almost completely wiped out in these uh, states in the 2019 Mm -hmm. Lok Sabha polls. So I think, you know, one really should not uh, draw correlations Mm -hmm. between uh, assembly elections and national elections. Mm -hmm. I think we are increasingly seeing across states. That people vote differently. Mm. They vote differently when it's a local election. They vote differently when it's a national election. Mm. The issues are different. The faces are different. Uh, the people's mood is different. So I'm, I mean, just because the BJP will win does not mean that they're going to win in uh, you know 2024. Or if yeah. the Congress wins, it does not mean that yeah. you know the, that the Congress will win in 2024. Correct. However, I do want to point out a couple of things. One is uh, you know. Rahul Gandhi is embarking on his sec- the second leg of his Bharat Jodo Yatra mm. on October second. This time he is going from west to east, which means he is going to traverse number one through BJP territory largely, and number two through the states which are going to polls this winter. Mm. You know, and it's going to be very interesting to see what kind of response he gets uh, and what kind of narrative he builds because that narrative. I think... We'll, we'll then carry v- forward. We'll carry forward. So, in forward. that
0: context, Congress can link this to 2024. Absolutely. And that's very interesting. Absolutely. Bharat Jodo Yatra yeah. could because be Because I
3: think that's, that that could yeah. be a game changer. Okay. It could also okay. fall flat. Uh, I don't
0: know. Anurag, um, my question to you is this. Do you feel that uh, this, this narrative setting, which is being done by the BJP or these calculations, shifting of gears and all, precise movement... Uh, is an attempt to try out a different experiment restricted to just state assembly elections. There is nothing to do with 2024. That is the real picture. Hmm. The state election is different. Lok Sabha election is different. That okay, is clear. fine. Now that we have that settled, my next hmm. question to you. Do you feel that in all these states, there is an attempt being made by the BJP that whatever the state leadership comes up or is developed is... Uh, for lack of a better word, slightly pliant or subservient to the central leadership of the Bharatiya Janata Party or if if pliant is a strong word, uh, more aligned to the yeah. central leadership which perhaps in states like Madhya Pradesh and Rajasthan, the existing leadership is not. Huh. That is the problem with Vasundhara. Rajay. Hmm. If you look at uh, Vasundhara Rajay,
6: she is, uh, as Vinod has already said, she is very strong leader. And... Uh, i am not uh, sure but i am scared that we are taking vasundhara ji too seriously too seriously yeah okay because look this world is changing very fast hmm. she is out of power from since long
0: hmm. 5 years
6: ha so hmm.
0: the entire world has changed in last 5 years are we really would sure? you like to elaborate how i mean are you trying to suggest that the bjp has developed uh, probably, a, a next probably. rung of leadership uh, in Rajasthan minus Vasundra Rajay? Probably they have done or they are doing it. That are you sure? I'm, are you no, sure? It, I mean, this is just a speculation because we are. Uh, Vasundra okay. Rajay is going to change the... Uh, Shipra, Mathur, Shipra Mathur, do you think <clears throat> that the BJP can can win elections minus a Vasundra Rajay or with a very muted existence of Vasundra Rajay in a state like Rajasthan?
7: No, definitely not because she has an influence. I mean, as people would project that she might be having influence in that region where she hails from the Haroti region, you know, a couple of constituencies. But it's not the case because she has held two time, uh, the, you know, the chief minister position and she has influence across the state. So one thing is pretty clear and that's why this question again and again, whether you count her a, a strong leader or in, in her influence or not but the fact of the matter is that she has influence across the state and she cannot be sidelined uh for one reason that you know she's the she she's perhaps one face which is seen uh to lead this state because the rest of the leadership, leadership which are really uh visible in some sense in bjp they are not projected they are not taken t- taken by the people as faces very strongly who can lead and you also as you pointed out that Yes, this could be the strategy uh, uh, at the central level that, you know, people or the leadership at the state who are subservient or who are little more aligned to to the center, they they are being readjusted. And it's not being sidelined, but how to give more space to the people, because you have to keep in mind that 52,000 booths at, uh, you know, booth management, uh, you know, across the state was handled by Satish Punia. And that was an entire effort to bring in new people mm-hmm. and bring in new faces, mm-hmm. and, and this recent experiment. I mean, this is a problem that
0: uh, particularly important. in states, most uh, parties face, like where the regional satrap is so powerful that uh, you do not or can't immediately think of a second rung, and then uh, there is a second rung one, which comes in. One yes. very
7: interesting thing which is hmm. which is happening in terms of strategy, as you see in, in BJP, that they are bringing in tomorrow. I suppose there is a uh, there is a uh, when. Uh, 200 MLA's would be coming to Rajasthan and they would be going across all the constituencies to assess and to give a feedback and to also suggest solution that what is the possible winability there. So it's an experiment which is going on and this entire effort is also to counter the caste politics that
0: okay. Congress okay. Has, has been... She- she- Shekhar so, Raya, my final question to you. Do you feel that the BJP strategy of largely going faceless into these elections and the BJP had... Uh, more than the Congress party championed the philosophy of presenting a face, whatever the election may be. So to go faceless into these elections and present an organization, basically all elections fought under the leadership and chair of the Prime Minister. Do you feel, Mr. Shekhar here that this is going to necessarily pay off? For instance, Gehloth versus question mark. Or, uh, I don't know, Kamal Nath versus question mark. Baghel versus question mark. So, this question mark is advantage Congress or advantage BJP? No, they are not going faceless. They are going with a lot of faces. I mean,
8: the, that is the strategy. No, but you can only that, have
0: one chief minister, no?
8: Yeah, true. Not you many You can faces. have only one chief minister. Yeah. But when you know that uh, everyone has an ambition and everyone has a group, and in the last Rajasthan election, the problem so much was not about the faces or the face. It was rather about selection of candidates. Because the Basundara was insisting on some candidates, the other side was insisting on some candidate, and and that resulted in a lot of. Despite their internal surveys, they had to give it in some places. They had to hold on some places. The net result was BJP lost. Hmm. But this time, I think they are going to be more careful, and I I see a situation where Vasundra needs BJP as much for our future, and BJP too needs her. So we are not going to see this or that. Rather, there will be a lot of. Permutation combination until the last go,
0: we would not know who would be the chief minister. Yeah. But we must also remember... Lots God, of permutation is, combination means uh, a good time for journalists because there will be of course, lots you, to you report will have on. Several,
8: you will have several such uh, shows. Yeah, uh, yeah, such yeah, yeah, people. absolutely. And, and also remember yeah. that there is a constant endeavor by Modi to push for new faces, hmm. new candidates. And the more concentration will be at the constituency level rather than at this juncture about
0: state uh, okay, face protesting Interesting. Projection. All right. Thank you very much for joining us on The Big Fight. We're stopping for a short break at this moment. When we come back, some exclusive interviews. All right, joining us right now is uh, Dr. Abhishek Manu Singhvi, third time sitting MP, member of the Congress Working Committee, chairman of the Parliamentary Standing Commission, jurist, national spokesperson. He's uh, one man who's all uh, as far as uh, the Congress Party is concerned. Thank you very much, Dr. Singhvi. My first question to you is that among the many states that are going to polls is your home state also, the state of Rajasthan. Now, the BJP, in a surprise move, four months ahead of elections, has come out with its first list in Madhya Pradesh and Chhattisgarh. And in Rajasthan, they have formed two committees. Uh, surprisingly, the omission over here is the tallest leader of uh, Rajasthan for the BJP, Ms. Vasundra Rajesh How does the Congress Party read these movements in the BJP?
9: Uh, quite frankly, Sanket, uh, it's less than a storm in a teacup doesn't deserve a program by you on such an inconsequential thing. And I'll tell you why in a minute. You know, the election-going states are Chhattisgarh. Even the best supporters of BJP do not predict anywhere near a win for BJP in Chhattisgarh. Clear return by the Congress is predicted. They don't even have a face in Chhattisgarh. Second state in Madhya Pradesh, pretty close to a Chhattisgarh prediction. Third state is Mizoram. After the fiasco of Manipur, I don't know what they are going to do in Gujarat. That leaves Rajasthan, where I concede that it's a close fight, not because we are behind or lagging, but because it's an anti-incumbency, traditionally known anti-incumbency state. Otherwise, a lot of solid good work is on. It's a close fight, I concede. And lastly, there is Telangana, which I don't think is much to crow about for either the BJP or the Congress. Now, in this scenario, what is this question we are asking? You declared, and I've got this figure just now, 21 out of 90 assembly seats in Chhattisgarh, hmm. a sure-loss state for you, one-fifth almost or about one-fifth, and 39 out of 230 seats in Madhya Pradesh. So what's the great big deal about it, Sanket? Hmm. If I was to then start Tom tomming which I never did, or the Congress never did, that in Karnataka, we declared our list on 25th of March. And the first list of BJP came on 11th of April, by which time most of our candidates had been declared and we ultimately got a thumping majority. The point is not this. The point is, do you know the list you're talking about, Sankir? Uh, In Madhya Pradesh, four are principal seats. Bohad, uh, you know, various other places. Chhatar, Chaharpur, Shahpura. I've got the names. Are those who are persons who had lost while holding ministerial seat, office, some of them. So you've given seats again, you've given them a little earlier than the others. Does that indicate anything? I think the real message in at least both Madhya Pradesh and Chhattisgarh is that the BJP is scrambling. Take Chhattisgarh for example. Mm -hmm. You tell me off the cuff a single name from the BJP, apart from a person they found as a member of parliament with the same surname as the chief minister to stand against him. Tell me a single person who has been groomed or projected as chief minister by them there. Not, not officially proclaimed, but somebody who is in that in that image. We have names there apart from the chief minister and uh, Mr. Deo. We have so many names there. In Madhya Pradesh, apart from Mr. Digvijay Singh and Mr. Kamal Nath and all those names, we have names like uh, Kantilal Guria, Vijay Lakshmi Sadog, OBCs, SCs. Now, Mr. Chauhan. It's struggling against the worst kind of anti-incumbency, which even his co- colleagues in the BJP are very scared about. So, this mere seat declaration of one-fifth in uh, b- b- Chhattisgarh and less than one-fifth in Madhya uh, b- Pradesh is no big deal.
0: Mm. It's nothing. Don't, don't you think, I mean, the projection is that they, they, they want to learn from the mistakes that they may have made in Karnataka, in Himachal Pradesh, that it will give them a sort of uh, a four-month head start Uh, in trying to balance out, iron out any differences that may emerge on the ground? I think that
9: ship has sailed. It is an irreversible decline in these two states and Mizoram can be added as a sure shot loss. The only fight they can expect to put up is in Rajasthan. Hmm. And uh, that too provided their one known leader is not more estranged than she is now. Hmm. Now, that's an open question. If you talk privately to the BJP leaders, you'll find out what the supply of the land is. Hmm. By the way, if you have read the papers in the last just few weeks and a few Hmm. months, you've seen the kind of schemes which Mr. Gelug has declared Hmm. and initiated. I think the people, the BJP is running scared on that front also. You may make committees, but you are running scared on that front. There were some problems in Rajasthan earlier between Mr. Pirate and Mr. Gaylord. They've been ironed out. We are presenting a united front now. And I think but for a traditional anti-incumbency cycle, which of course can be arrested, I think Rajasthan is going to be also a good result for us.
0: Okay. Dr. Singh, though May a my,
9: good fight, though a close fight.
0: Yeah. My, my final question, you see, if 2018 is something to go by and learn from, uh, the Congress had a fantastic show in Rajasthan, in Chhattisgarh, uh, even in Madhya Pradesh, uh, you were in power and then of course uh, uh, certain events happened in 2020 that uh, your government was gone. But the result in 2019 was uh, nowhere the same as the assembly election results are. In fact, the, uh, the Lok Sabha constituencies in these very states also, the BJP sweeped. In that context, do you feel there is a lesson to be learnt by the Congress party? that Not to get too two, two excited answers. with a possible win in state assembly no, to,
9: to answer, Sanket. first of all, we are not the ones getting excited. It's the BJP which is getting excited by declaring 21 out of 90 seats in Chhattisgarh and 39 out of 230 seats in Madhya Pradesh. That's known as false excitement. But let me answer your question. Firstly, in the names you took regarding the state elections in 2018, you were using words of studied moderation. Chhattisgarh we win, Madhya Pradesh we won and Rajasthan we won. All three we won. You stole Madhya Pradesh from us and that revenge is going to be taken shortly. It's a clear theft by stealth. Now you come to the uh, parliamentary elections. Uh, you are right. Traditionally and statistically and by cephalogy a, a parliamentary election need not follow the result of a state election, certainly, but it need not always or necessarily be the opposite. There's no such rule like that either. There is one fundamental difference between 2019 and 24. The 2019 following upon the 2018 elections did not have one crucial X factor, which is there in 2024 one person per constituency, the India Alliance. What the BJP wins, if you see the 2019 result, at his best, Mr. Modi gets 39, maximum 40% of the vote. Which means by simple arithmetic, if you do not divide, 80 to 90% of the balance, 60%. Then he either loses or he gets a very, very bad fright.
7: Mm.
9: Now, this is the whole difference between 24 and 2019. Now, as far as possible, you will see one candidate per constituency. Mm. And that is what frightens the BJP. Now, we're talking of 2024, although the immediate question was for the 2023 elections. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, Dr. Singhvi, thank you very much for your time. Let's just see what uh, the assembly elections have in store for your party and the BJP and then eventually the big contest in 24. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So joining us right now is uh, Professor Rakesh Sinha, Member Parliament of the Bharatiya Janata Party. Thank you very much, Mr. Sinha, for joining us. Uh, you see, this is a departure from tradition. I won't say rule, but a departure from tradition for the Bharatiya Janata Party to declare candidates four months ahead of elections, even before the dates are announced, for a central election committee to meet, how should one view this? I mean, you know, if you... uh, The Congress would have us believe that this is a sign of nervousness. The BJP would have us believe that this is a sign of confidence. I think you would also agree that the answer lies somewhere in the middle. Are you learning from your mistakes?
10: You know, Bharat, you know bharti janata party is a vibrant organization it does not depend only on election election is not the sine qua non it it works entire five years, every day party workers and party organizations ha- have certain tasks which it performs. Therefore, I consider that party has grassroots democracy. And this is a new uh, new initiative by Prime Minister Narendra ji since 2014 that BJP uh, has become more inclusive and more welfare-oriented uh, organization. Therefore, the workers are organically linked with the central leadership. Uh, Therefore, I consider that declaring candidate four months ahead of the election is a sign of the party's new strategy. That is the strategy based on the party's confidence, party's dependence on the organization and party also a challenge to the party, also challenging to the opponents. Can they declare their candidates four months ahead? They can't do, because the uh, Congress Party is, uh, is based on individuals, not on the organization. Mm-hmm. Party lacks the grassroots democracy. It lacks the inclusiveness. But, Therefore, Sina, I think it is Isn't the it a bit rich for you Party to has, uh, already preach uh, uh, preach on uh,
0: uh, you know other parties following your route when you have just started this? perhaps as a as a as a consequence of uh, the results in karnataka and himachal pradesh where infighting did lead to a lot of damage political damage to the bjp and these were the states where candidate declaration did come late you know the
10: you know the indian federal system has also impact on the uh, parties state units so different state has different strategy and different attitude towards the election and the party programs. I think there is certain uniformity and certain diversities here in Madhya Pradesh party is very strong at the grassroots level the party has a long history it has been working since 1950 since the days of Jansang in 1967 election the Jansang secured 78 seats and 28% votes since then we are marching forward so I consider that in Madhya this decision has nothing to do with the Karnataka election's result. It is an independent decision and party leadership at the central level, state level, and the grassroots level, all three unitedly decided to declare their candidates because we, we, are, we are in the position to create consensus within the party. Consensus, consensus building model is the, one of the biggest features of Bharati Janata Party politics, which other parties lack. Uh, Professor
0: Sinha, one of the reasons why most parties, and this uh, is my assessment based on conversations with a number of politicians, the reason why candidates are declared later uh, in time or closer to the date of elections is to minimize any infighting. That there is so little time left that everyone everyone will eventually work towards uh, uh, the interests of the party and campaign. When you give so much time, do you feel, while your attempt is to make sure that all the infighting and differences are settled And the people naturally accept the choice. Uh, It could also be counterproductive. That, uh, you know, uh, an opposing camp within your party may say, now I have no
10: stakes, why should I campaign for this guy? You know, there is a fundamental difference between the Bharatiya Janata Party and other parties. BJP is based on ideolo- ideolo- certain ideological moorings which is rooted in the party's uh, organization therefore everyone who joins the BJP joins with certain objective objective is not individualistic objective for the nation and civilization therefore BJP is based on ide- ideologies and values ideas and values are driving force in the BJP the present leadership led by prime minister narendra modi ji has added two important things that one the workers are now involved in the welfareist measures of the state the, the, now this is not bureaucratized workers are going to the people and finding how much they are getting why are they not getting what are the inaccuracies therefore for the first time in the indian states party workers are the vehicles of the implementation of the welfareist ma- measures second is inclusiveness of the party so prime minister narendra modi's twin strategy which has been well, in, uh, included in the party's strategy, party's philosophy, party's program are very beneficial. Therefore, I consider that right from Panna Pramok to the central leadership, there is party workers are linked with each other. They, there, There is a unified program and everybody is working with a certain objectives. That objective is beyond the electoral gains. Therefore, I consider there is a minimum in fighting, minimum. There, of course, in party system, there are ambitions, there are uh, competitions and rivalries. But parties' programs, ideology, leadership minimizes that in, in comparison to other political parties. Professor, so I think Bharatiya Janata Party will not face, uh, f- face such problems. let's talk uh, state uh, by state. A, 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 a I think it is very clear that Congress in
0: certain system. states, your choice of candidate for the chief minister is made well in advance and is projected also well in advance. However, that is not the case, whether it is Chhattisgarh whether it is Rajasthan or, I would say, even Madhya Pradesh. In a situation like this, how should one read? Let's say, for instance, take the example of Rajasthan. Two uh, committees have been formed and the tallest face or the tallest leader from Rajasthan of the BJP, Mr. Vasundra India, is not part of these committees. What message should one deduct?
10: I think this assessment is misplaced. Vasundra is a very senior leader she got an important assignment at the centre. Uh, the uh, therefore, I consider that it, it is, it is uh, uh, folly to consider that she has been sidelined. In Bharatiya Janta Party, nobody is sidelined. Everybody gets, uh, gets certain responsibilities according to the d- demands of the time, requirement of the party and the context. Therefore, I consider the party is united. It, is fi- it, it, it will fight election with a com- full of unity. There are dozens of leaders in Rajasthan. They are playing their own role. Party has a vital responsibility in Rajasthan because the present government in the Rajasthan is not delivering what people require. There are 41, more than 41% there is a cases of malnutrition in the state. Communal elements are getting sheltered in the Rajasthan. There is no industrial development in the state. Therefore, I consider that the people are waiting for the election and BJP will come into the power. Okay. Moreover, one important thing, the Prime Minister Narendra Modi's welfare schemes and the social philosophy both are playing very significant decisive role in every state election whether you go to Chhattisgarh Rajasthan or Madhya Pradesh the central government schemes for the farmers for the poor people for women and for children for uh, students all have created a class of beneficiary